At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got an absolutely tremendous show for you tonight as we've got a lot to take a look forward to. Week one of the NFL season, it is getting started here in the next few days, and who better to talk about it rather than this duo as we're going to have Matt Landis along with Ben Brown, Ben Brown over there at the pro football focus. And then you've got Matt Landis does a terrific job with the props and ops podcast. They're going to be joining me in 15 minutes. They're going to be taking a look at everything in terms of week one, a couple of last minute futures that they put in as well. I know that they're going to be taking a look at a few season long props as well. We're going to be diving into the hat market. So we're going to have a good time with that. Probably talk a little bit about teasers throughout the night how you want to be playing those because I've been noticing that there have been a lot of books charging a little bit more for teasers. So how you want to be gauging that best way to be able to get the best bang for your buck on those. So we've got a lot coming up on that front. Our number two, it's going to be sort of the West coast special as Danielle Avari. She does a great job with the Los Angeles city cast. On top of that, she is our ace when it comes to taking a look at the WNBA. We've got two tremendous games that are going to be coming up in the WNBA on Tuesday. We're going to be taking a look at those. We're going to be also talking to Jason Weingarten. He's a man that he's got some connections to the LA area. We're going to be talking about the LA sports scene with both of them. And then with Jason, we're going to be taking a look at some baseball. We're going to be taking a look at the futures market with them as well. And then our number three, for those of you guys that love a little bit of college football, and for those of you that want to take a look at some season-long props as well with regards to this NFL season, Chris Raybon, he's your man for that. He does a terrific job over there at the Action Network. So, 
locked and loaded. We're going to have everything covered. Little WNBA, little college football, little NFL, little baseballs. Every single team in the MLB, they are going to be in action on Tuesday. So no shortage of things here. And typically in this first segment, we always like to just take a look back on what we wound up seeing. And I was sort of wondering, okay, what are we going to get today? Because typically this first segment, it comes to mind based on just what we wind up seeing throughout the day in general. And it wound up coming to me through college football. And I'm not someone that wound up firing really on week one of the college football season. I just have always had my worst sport be college football. And if I am going to fire in on it, I want to have a little bit of a sample size. And boy, am I glad that I want to take a look at this one. And it is something that is very important for a sample size as well. What we wound up seeing at the end of the Clemson versus Georgia Tech game. This is a game in which if you wind up getting the wrong number, you might have wound up getting, getting a push on the total. This is one that opened up at 54 winds up ending up in most books right around at 51 and a half. So most of you guys were able to avoid the calamity of wind up having this game wind up toasting it under. If you want to take it at the wrong time, might've been a little bit of a different scenario, but it was a 41 to 10 game closing number of a 51 and a half Clemson 24 point favorites. It looks like this game is going to wind up landing 34 to 10. And then they wind up having their backup quarterback wind up going out there in Mr. Klubnik. He winds up driving down the field and well, for one, not necessarily the world's greatest sportsmanship shown by Clemson, but I think that this is really important to take a look at. And I do think that this really applies to all sports, whether you're someone that you handicap college football, the NFL, NBA, you're able to go down the list, taking a look at what teams wind up doing in garbage time, because I think it's very fair to say garbage time. It was certainly prevalent in this one with regards to Clemson versus Georgia tech. After you wind up seeing that block and scooped score on that, you thought that, all right, this is a game that is relatively done. And then Dabo Swinney, you decide, you know what? We want to see what we've got in our quarterback that's not named DJU. And, well, he found out that Mr. Klubnik was able to do a relatively solid job on that front. But I think that it is always so important to just use with your eyes just how these teams wind up closing out a lot of these games. Now, I know that I've got a good friend in terms of college basketball that when a game winds up reaching a certain score, it winds up becoming one of those things where he winds up just eliminating that from his from his data set. That would be Eric Haslam. You may know him better as Haslam Metrics, which I always do think it is interesting to take a look at because I believe that the game is, I think the exact phrasing he calls it, is statistically final or analytically final is the best way of being able to put it. And I do think that when it comes to taking a look at these teams and how they actually play, that's actually a very good way of going about it because how a team winds up playing when they're just in the heat of battle versus two minutes remaining. It's a 24 plus point game. Everyone has pretty much decided, you know what, this is a game that's relatively done. How teams wind up performing on that front, very important in terms of betting as opposed to if you're taking a look at a team's true skill set. And I think more that can be done to be able to extract this information, I think is very good because we wind up seeing Clemson do the opposite of what we wind up seeing a lot of teams. They wound up passing the ball. They were running the two-minute drill. They were doing everything humanly possible to get a touchdown up on the board. Now, obviously, you wind up seeing this a whole heck of a lot more in college rather than the NFL. If this were the NFL, these would have been taken. The game would have been done. Trust me, there would have been no NFL coach that would have been wild enough to wind up having a backup quarterback come in there, try to pass the ball down the field. Now, 
if I am mistaken on this and you can think of a coach at GNN or score 81 on Twitter, I would love to hear which NFL coach would be doing what we wind up doing with Clemson versus Georgia Tech tonight. But I do think that it is something that is able to provide very good handicapping information. And I do think that it is very good angles. Like I'm someone that I do a lot of college basketball. Something that I wa- make sure I wind up doing, not turning off the game in which it's like a 25-point affair with a minute left to go because you're going to notice that there's going to be some teams that they wind up bringing in Walkie McWalk on the third and everyone winds up getting a big, giant round of applause. And then there's other teams out there that they're going to try to run up the score. They're still going to be trying to drive it into the hole. Insert your first-round pick here who's got 25 points. We want to try to get this guy to 30. We really want to pad his stats. There are different ways of taking a look at it. And heck, even in the NFL, even when you do wind up getting into a two-minute situation, no doubt, you do wind up having needs get taken. But when you do wind up having those 34 to 7 games with, we're going to call it six minutes remaining, I think that that's a fair way to put it. And the total is 43 and a half. What winds up happening in that next subsequent drive, that is something that you do want to be taking note of. Are they still going to pass it a little bit more? Is there going to be a little bit more of the run game? Does the backup quarterback wind up coming in? These are very good angles in general. Something that I have not really done a lot, but something that, ironically enough, just in taking a look at week one of the college football season, just taking a look at what we've been getting in general. In terms of baseball as well, with like position players wind up coming in, I do think that it is something that is very useful to take a look at how a team winds up playing in garbage time versus how a team does not wind up performing in garbage time, trying to be able to split that data. Obviously, that is going to be relative in every single circumstance. Everyone has a little bit of a line of demarcation. You can wind up putting it if a game, if a team is up by 21 plus points, if a team is up 28 plus points, if we're using the college football example, if we're using like a basketball example, team is up 25 plus points, there's less than 10 minutes to go. You're able to go down the list. You're able to have your own, shall we say, line of demarcation. But I do think that this is very good information and something that winds up swaying bets, even though the game might be final on the field, if you want to dig in the money line, there's no chance that insert your team here. That's down 28 points with seven minutes remaining is going to be able to get there. A lot of times, those games are very, very close on the total. And if you wind up taking the closing total, you were able to get the under. I know that many of you guys that wound up taking it earlier might not have been that circumstance as well. So always do be taking a look at things like that. And then something else that really wound up saying out to be on Monday as well is I do think that if you're taking a look at a lot of these awards in the MLB, you still have some that are, in my opinion, still a little bit up for grabs. I thought that the AL Cy Young was probably going to be as good as done, but Justin Verlander going on the injured list, don't cease very nearly throwing an O-hitter. You know what? He probably claws his way back a little bit. Justin Verlander's still the leader in the clubhouse, but you know what? Without Tony La Russa, the Chicago White Sox have wound up going 5-1 and one with the win that we did wind up seeing on Monday. And by the way, for those of you guys that were listening to one of the pro tips yesterday, fading teams coming off of Sunday night base, or but fading teams coming off of Sunday night baseball playing on Monday, we shall see if the Giants are able to get the job done here as, as I'm doing this live there up by kind of six to three, but certainly something that you do want to be taking a look at, but just the historic run that we've been seeing out of Aaron Judge in general, 54 home runs for the season. I know that there's still a little bit of debate when it comes to the market in terms of AL MVP at this point, because Shohei Otani, I mean, he's yeah, the first player, I believe ever, Babe Ruth might've done it, 30 plus home runs in a season along with being able to post up 10 plus wins 
as a pitcher, it's absolutely historic. And I do think that it is a situation of different strokes for different folks. Whenever you do wind up taking a look at a lot of these awards, it is not an exact science because you are having to put your mindset in the headspace of voters. And when you do wind up having to try to simulate what voters are able to do, unlike where something is decided on the field, you wind up getting hard numbers or something like that. Voters are always a little bit subjective. And I mean, if you ask me, Aaron Judge needs to wind up winning the MVP if he does wind up breaking the record of, as we were talking about with our producer Brian Ortega yesterday, the record of Babe Ruth for the normal baseball season with the expanded baseball season, Roger Maris. I might be one of seven people that remember that Roger Maris did not wind up getting the actual record in terms of Babe Ruth. I remember the movie that, I forget the name of it, but it was the... The movie 5061, Brian Ortega, it comes into my ear, but I remember that from the movie 61, watching that many, many years ago. But I do think that that is something to wind up taking a look at. But I do think that that warrants a little bit of discussion as well, because I mean, where would the Yankees be right now without Aaron Judge? They wind up getting up off the mat and they're able to get a win against the Minnesota Twins on Monday. It has not been necessarily the world's greatest stretch for the Yankees, but the amount of games that he has been able to win for that team has been absolutely magnificent to see. And we shall see what we're going to be able to get this final month of the MLB season. Keep in mind that there's going to be a couple regular season games in October due to what we wound up seeing in terms of the work stoppage that we wound up seeing at the beginning of the season. But that is going to be certainly one to note. But what we're going to be noting as well, what we're going to be getting this week one of the NFL season, we've got a great panel that is going to be joining me ben brown does great work over there at pro football focus matt landis does a prop Ops podcast both of those gentlemen joining me next right here on the greg peterson experience on visa the sports bank network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now is the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prepare for both the college and the pro football seasons. Our expert provides profiles of every single team with advanced stats, power rankings plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. Sign up early and for a discount of $175, you'll be getting both guides plus full access to VEASAN all the way through the Super Bowl or join us for 40 bucks a month and see everything that VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com, subscribe, 
all of your options and become a part of the Sports Bank Network. We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN. And great to be joined by our two guests. Matt Landis does a great job with the Props and Ops podcast. Ben Brown does a terrific job with Pro Football Focus. Both of them are joining me. And gentlemen, we've got ourselves a great chat here. Let's do a little bit of futures here. And then in the next segment, we'll be talking a little bit of week one. And we'll lead off with you, Matt, on this. Because I know that you're taking a look at a few player props for the upcoming season. And just in general, when it comes to player props, before we dive into any of these, I always feel like it's smarter to default a little bit more to the under rather than the over, just because a lot of times bookmakers are assuming that guys are going to stay healthy for 17 games. Sometimes it's built into the line that you do have a little bit of a banged up player, but I do think that when it comes to player props, it in a way is multi-tiered just with a lot of these guys going down. And I do think that just because of injury and injury alone, it does lend a little bit more value to these unders. Yeah, Greg, I think generally speaking, when it comes to injuries, we can get a bit of a free roll on guys not staying healthy throughout the course of a season. Also, as a casual fan, it's much more fun to root for human achievement, to root for overs. Sometimes, however, that can open up opportunity looking the other way in the betting market. And also now with the introduction of the 17th game to the season, pretty soon we're probably going to have 18 Load management working its way into the NFL, perhaps creeping in some of the notions that we get throughout the course of the NBA season. So to that end, generally speaking, I do try to look toward unders, although try not to think in absolutes. I just guess probably 80 to 90 percent of the futures I place over the course of a season on player props will look toward that under. Yep, absolutely. There are exceptions where you wind up finding something that's very, very low. You've got a trustworthy guy. And with a lot of these quarterbacks with protection, be able to feel a little bit better about them rather than say a running back. But I want to pose the same question to you, Ben. Is it a case in which with a lot of these season long props, say you do default a little bit more to the under and then from there you wind up just taking a look at it situation by situation? Yeah, definitely. I do think, you know, both both of you guys have touched on it in a really well articulated way. I do think that uh, I have like the week to week player prop data. The that is the market that I probably focus on the most and we do see uh, a pretty heavy skew towards the unders and especially in like uh, the yardage type player prop performances. So uh, I think that's only, you know, exasperated over the season long basis. I do think that, you know, some of the, 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 the passing touchdowns, receiving touchdowns and those sorts of things can be a little bit more random. Uh, but I do think those offer uh, a ton of opportunity on the downside or the under as well. So I don't have, uh, I can't think of like a single, um, a player prop over that I've bet so far this season. If I do find a guy that I uh, maybe would like on his over, I would look more towards him, you know, potentially leading the league and like his receiving yardage prop or something like that, as opposed to just playing it, you know, straight up on a season long prop, I would say. Yep. And there certainly are exceptions to every single rule, but I do think that factoring injuries always very important in this market. And let's talk about one of the futures that you wanted firing it on, Matt. I know that you were taking a look at Najee Harris under 1600 and a half receiving and rushing yards. Take me through this one because no doubt the Steelers, they are going to be featuring him quite a bit. But at the same time, we also know this, the Steelers offense, probably not going to be the, towards the top in terms of total yardage. Yeah, probably not. And I'm happy to break this one down. I feel like I'd be remiss not to add one thing to Ben's comment when it came to the overall outlook on player props for the season. And that would be if you're looking toward an over 
oftentimes you might want to bet it earlier rather than later. Sometimes the most value on these unders we're talking about come right about this time of the off season when we're hitting the waning days before kickoff. So timing your market entry, one of the only overs I can recall playing this off season was Allen Robinson receiving yards over, got it at 825 and a half yards. And I don't know where it is now. Last I checked, it had gone up to the mid 800 range. It's probably continued to go up. So just something to consider high level for a lot of betters over the course of an off season, usually overs going to have more value early on before too much of the marketplace gets involved with recreational betters looking that same direction unders. This can be the time to clean up on some value. And when it comes to Harris in that Pittsburgh backfield, under 1600 and a half rushing plus receiving yards that price point it has been hit a bit recently i'm seeing minus 125 available and i'd be good laying up to that price and we talked last week guys about harris's injury being more serious than we'd been led to believe over the course of the preseason so there's that free roll on the big health question mark for the sealers lead running back i will note that last year he did go over this number but it was by a slim margin less than 70 yards and it came with a massive workload, more than 380 touches in the regular season for Harris in his rookie campaign. So I think for him to replicate that performance, it's going to take a lot of either volume or efficiency. And in both of those areas, I've got a bit of concern. Volume-wise, injury could only put a cap on that. Also now in the post-Big Ben era, Harris probably working with quarterbacks more inclined to extend plays. That could mean fewer checkdowns than we saw him get in his rookie season. Could put a pretty tight ceiling on his receiving output with Trubisky and perhaps Pickett at some point this season. And if we look at efficiency, a lot of the same offensive line concerns with the Steelers that he dealt with last year. So without a lot of volume or efficiency, I see him staying under this number. And I want to give credit where it's due. The first person I saw go public with this play was Ryan Noonan last week. So we had a better price available, maybe a flat minus 115 at a lot of books. But now even up to minus 125, that's a 55.6% break-even percentage. Guys, I think it's more than 60% probability that Harris fails to eclipse 1,600 yards from scrimmage in 2022. Yep, and I think that you bring up such a good point with this, Matt, because we were talking about it towards the beginning of the season last year in which it was befuddling that the Steelers wound up losing so many linemen. They really didn't replace them. And even as the season wound up going along, Ben Roethlisberger was getting all sorts of roughed up. We wound up seeing Najee Harris get a lot of touches, not necessarily a lot of production out of it. Ben, I don't know about you, but I am right in line with Matt. I think that this is a solid play. And I do think that overall the Steelers, if they're going to be winning games, they're not going to be winning them via their offense. It is going to be probably a bunch of like, 13 to 10, 16 to 13 cloud of dust style games. Yeah, definitely. No, not too many explosive plays, I would say, right? We basically had uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers 18th overall as a pass blocking unit in 2021, I think 24th from a run blocking perspective. So uh, it was, I would say, pretty tough sledding for Najee Harris last year. The question, of course, like Matt said, is, is he going to get uh, the same type of volume? I think all indications point towards him not necessarily getting as many touches. So uh, I think this is definitely, uh, you know, a pretty decent play toward the under. My one concern is uh, we do see from, you know, like a research type perspective that uh, more mobile quarterbacks do actually impact and help uh, the running back in that particular offense on rushing plays. So Ben, ben Roethlisberger, obviously, probably the least mobile quarterback in the NFL last year. So maybe that's the one spot that Najir is getting a little bit of an upgrade, especially with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. But uh, I don't think it's going to be anywhere impactful enough to actually want to play anything besides the under in this particular bet. 
Yep, I'm in total agreement with both of you gentlemen. And then I will pose this one to you as well, Ben, because I know that Matt has a little bit of a position on the Detroit Lions season win total. In a lot of places, you're finding this right around 6.5. I know that in some places, you can either bet this regularly or the alternate of a 7. But where do you stand in terms of Lions? Because it feels like they want to picking up a lot of tension with being on hard knocks. And that has the public a little bit more bullish on them. But I'm still someone that I feel like we need to see it to believe it with the Lions. I think that they offer a little bit of betting value week to week with the way that they fight. But getting straight up wins versus covering the spread, I think, are two completely different animals. Yeah, I think you hit on a really good point. I know, uh, you know, I work for PFF, the brand, everything associated with it is definitely pro-Lions at this point in time, thanks to my friend and colleague, Eric Eager. I do think he's probably pretty much led the charge on restoring the roar for the Detroit Lions. Uh, I'm not overly inclined to really jump on that freight chain. It's kind of, you know, skyrocketed away from the, you know, the, the, the area where, in which I thought it would maybe be a worthwhile bet. Uh, so I probably implies a little bit on the Detroit Lions. I think if you are playing them, especially early on the season, uh, you bring up a really good point. Obviously covered quite a few games last year, are going to play hard, probably still be dogs in a number of scenarios. So uh, I think getting them against the spread is a much better approach than taking a somewhat inflated win total right now. Yep, and then Matt, we've got about 30 seconds. Take me through you taking a look at the Lions under. Sure, and not to go against Ben's colleague, Eric Eager, too much. I think it's all about timing. So Eric got down early. If you know you can get a good price, it's all about that number. And at this point, I think the Lions are kind of my Braveheart bet of the offseason, where I've just been waiting, holding the line until the last possible minute. Now we're seeing as much as some plus money at an established offshore on the Lions under seven, even under six and a half at plus 120, becoming more widely available. I just think that as much as the sky can be the limit for them in the future, 2022 might be one year early for the pro Lions marketplace. And always getting the best of the number, very important. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that with both Ben and Matt on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Greg Peterson Experience. This segment is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a simpler way to experience that nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher and simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Not sure about you, but there have been many times in my life where I knew I needed to make a little bit of a change, but I just wasn't quite ready. I know that there's a lot of smokers and dippers out there that can relate, and Zinn understands that there isn't that one right time to make a change. Everyone's on a little bit of a different journey. Everyone's timeline's a little bit different. So when you are ready to make that first step towards change, Zinn is going to be there for you with the right strength and the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking of making a change today, you're able to Take the first step at Zinn Nicotine Pouches, Zinn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, being rejoined by our good friend Ben Brown over there at Pro Football Focus and Matt Landis, who does an amazing job with the Props and Hops podcast. And I think first things first, before we wind up introducing your play, Matt, just talk about how important it is to wind up taking a look at line movement and just being able to search for some of the best 
lines out there because, Matt, I know that you've got a little bit of a good number here with the Seattle Seahawks game that we're going to be seeing. And I think that a lot of it is attributed to just being able to scour around, have as many options as humanly possible. So, Matt, just lead the charge here in terms of just shopping around for the best number and taking a look all throughout the week. One thing I've introduced to my approach in the past couple of years that you don't even have to have a bunch of books to think about from a process standpoint would be to put together what I call a shopping list on my phone. I have a note and it's just my wish list of lines that, yeah, some of them might be wishful thinking, but I know that if I'm ready to jump on any of these numbers, usually it might be getting the best, especially working around some key numbers early to middle of the week, then I'm ready to pounce. And there are a lot of games hovering around key numbers as we look at the week one card. And right up there on my list was the Seattle Seahawks in the season opener hosting the Broncos on Monday night. And this number at six and a half across much of the marketplace, even some sixes down there. But I've seen a Seattle plus seven, just a little bit of extra big minus 115, but well worth it to me to take the plunge on the Seahawks. It can feel like a plug your nose and go to the window kind of bet. Not a lot to like about the Seahawks. I know there's a lot of talk about Russell Wilson getting his revenge in Seattle in his first game for a different team. But I also think that there's got to be some element of familiarity here with Pete Carroll and the Seahawks defense that gives them an edge over most other teams that will be facing Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform this season. And then if we look at Denver, not just Wilson, but the rest of that roster, a lot of talent. However, new quarterback, new coach, not so much continuity with this team. So oftentimes early in the season, something's got to give when it comes to that talent versus continuity dynamic. And overall, this game has a really low total. Low totals can magnify the relative value of each point when we're talking about getting a team like the Seahawks up to possibly a touchdown if you've got enough books. Even at the current number, six and a half, I couldn't fault a good long, hard look at them there. This game, I'm reminded of the late, great David Malinsky. He had a saying, lay three, take seven for a lot of games that maybe they should be lined around four and a half or so. And some people earlier on in the offseason got really good numbers on Denver. But right now, kind of continuing a talking point from the first segment, if you're waiting to fade a lot of the public, if that's over on a futures bet, or in this case, an ugly underdog, perhaps getting some inflated point spread value, Seattle plus seven, if you can find it, it might be out there. Don't give up hope. And if you can find that touchdown on the Seahawks, strongly endorse simply taking it and letting the chips fall where they may come Monday night, week one. And I think that it is so interesting to dive into this. And I'll kick this one to you, Ben, because you take a look at the difference between six and a half and seven, because typically when you wind up doing a lot of these teasers, every point is worth about 10 cents. If you're looking to buy half a point in a normal circumstance, but as we know, the jump that you wind up making to three, in this case, seven, it typically is a little bit more. How much would you value the jump from either, in this case, six and a half to seven, or in other cases, going from like a seven and a half to a seven, if you're looking to lay it? Because I do think that when it comes to just valuing these key numbers, it is always so fascinating. And just being able to put an exact number on it, I think that you got to go different than the traditional mindset on this, because there are so many games that they do wind up landing on the three and the seven. Yeah, definitely. And I do think it also matters, like, if you are moving, uh, you know, from a push to not pushing or whatever, right? So say you had seven, moving up to seven and a half, I do think that actually adjusts 
the price in a different manner than if you're moving up from six and a half up to seven and probably locking in that sort of push. But yeah, like you said, three and seven definitely matter. Uh, the most important numbers from, you know, a betting perspective and understanding, uh, you know, the way that markets kind of trend in those two numbers directions uh, based on, you know, the, the money that is coming in on either side uh, of the spread, I do think matters a great deal. So I do think, you know, going from six and a half into seven, I would put it right around like 25 cents. I think it's probably like, uh, like a, you know, six to five, five to six and a half percent swing uh, implied probability is probably uh, where it would roughly come out as. So uh, it definitely matters. So uh, like, like Matt said the whole time, line shopping definitely matters. Also, you know, understanding or trying to uh, maybe get ahead of, you know, where the market's going to move initially, right? I think if you're looking at this particular game, you know, Seattle and Denver, you guys mentioned it, Denver opened up as a four point favorite. Uh, I do think these are probably some of the most difficult teams to handicap heading into the 2022 season. Talked about the continuity, uh, the complete roster change, I would say, from Russell Wilson leaving Seattle. So actually being able to power rank these teams really effectively early in May was a pretty difficult proposition. Nothing's really changed, but we have seen, you know, this number basically drift out three points. So understanding, you know, the direction of where you think the market is going can also be, you know, a worthwhile proposition when you're trying to get down some action. And Matt, you're on something that is very much a theme in week one. Home underdogs. Right now, we've got 10 home underdogs. I cannot remember a week one in which we have seen 10 home underdogs. I mean, like any normal week in the NFL, finding 10 home underdogs is typically a Herculean feat. But, Matt, when it comes to just taking a look at home underdogs, it doesn't even necessarily have to be week one, but just early on in the season. Do you think they provide a little bit more slash less value than what you typically find, say, week eight, week nine, a little bit further down the line because there are so many unknowns? It's quite possible, and I believe Ben has some numbers that can really back up the claim, so I'll toss it over to him in a moment. But what I would say is, in addition to that Seahawks play, I also saw an offshore book hanging the Jets at a flat plus 7.5 week one, and you'll be hard-pressed to get them for even a flat 7 right now. It seems like that line might be coming down a bit. There was some news today that Zach Wilson might play week one. I'm not banking on that, but if you see you know, just a game that's half a point off of a key number— it's almost an automatic bet when we're talking about this kind of value on and off the three and seven. Ben talked about the swings in probabilities that those key numbers can represent. And oftentimes early in the season, it does seem like the ugly home underdogs are the teams that, you know, might get those point spreads inflated against them. So I haven't thought about it in the sense of looking for home underdogs intentionally. It does happen to be, however, where I'll oftentimes find some value looking at these week one numbers that have been posted for the better part of three months. Yep. I'm in total agreement with you there. It's not one of those things in which typically you wind up seeking out underdogs. It's just one of those cases, which typically the favorites, they do wind up getting a little bit inflated because people, they do like to bet favorites. They typically do like to bet underdogs. Typically as our good friend, Josh Applebaum winds up saying here at the network, fade the trendy dog when you do wind up seeing it sort of go the opposite. But I know that Matt wound up alluding to this, Ben. I know that you've got some interesting trends on home underdogs earlier in the early part of the season. Take me through some of these and what we've been seeing over the years. Yeah, definitely. So this is really only week one data is all I looked at basically. But from 2017 to 2021, we have, you know, 30 games with a home dog. 
56.7% cover percentage for those teams in those particular matchups. I think if you, you know, widen out the window a little bit from 2007 to 2021, 87 games with the home dog, 52.8%, cover probability. So they definitely, you know, slightly beating, uh, you know, even the Vegas associate with them. If you are taking them straight up against spread, I think from a money line perspective, uh, same, same time frame, 2017 and 2021, it's basically dead even if you were betting the money line home dog uh in those particular examples so it can be profitable i do think if you're picking your right spots understanding and line shopping uh you're gonna probably be already you know two steps ahead of where everyone else is so i do think you could probably you know add some of those elements in uh, and be relatively successful betting nfl early on in this season i do agree with you there and matt just here in the final i would say about 40 or so seconds any other games that you currently have your eye on as to whether or not you might wind up firing or not based on the line movement. Sure. Well, I will throw out a couple games and then uh, one prop. Uh, so the Browns, we talked about them last week. A lot of the market locked on two and a half. If that ticks up to three, I think that's a solid bet. Otherwise, the Browns loaded with teaser appeal. And then a player prop I'm going to keep my sights set on. Kyler Murray rushing yards. I know it's not widely available yet, but I'm, I'm looking toward the over if this line comes out based on previous season-long averages because Kyler Murray early in the season is a full-strength Kyler Murray, so I think he can outperform a lot of those averages. No DeAndre Hopkins, so a lot of passing plays might have covered receivers that lead to him scrambling, and that Chiefs defense, not the most imposing in the world. And a man that wound up getting paid in the offseason as well. Always like that and always love getting Matt and Ben on the show. A big thanks to both of them. And coming up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience, taking a look at some Tuesday baseball right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and so much more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. A big thanks to the gentlemen that wanted to join me the last two segments. Great roundtable discussion. 
with our good friend Ben Brown over there at Pro Football Focus and the man, the myth, the legend, our good friend Matt Landis, who does the Props and Ops podcast. Absolutely tremendous content there. As got a great team behind me that helps make the Greg Peterson experience what it is tonight. We've got Brian Ortega in the chair. He was my producer when this was a weekend show. Now we've went up to the weekdays and Brian, he comes along for the ride from time to time and he always delivers the goods. A tremendous producer. Always love the work that he winds up doing. And then you've got my audio man, Taylor. Even though sometimes I might wind up sounding incompetent, it always sounds sharp. That is thanks to Taylor. He does a tremendous job of getting everything all nice and clean with regards to the audio around here. And then all the graphics that you wind up seeing up here at vcin.com. That is thanks to our technical director, Dakota. He does an amazing job of making sure that everything is nice and clean. And we got a great team posting up every single hour of every single show at vcin.com slash podcast. So if you ever miss anything in the Greg Peterson experience, follow the money and numbers game, vcin big bets, list goes on and on. We've got you covered there. And we've also got you covered with pro tips. You're able to find one an hour. You're able to sort these by show. You're able to sort these by sport as well at vcin.com slash subscribe. My pro tip for this hour, watch how teams wind up playing in garbage time. It can affect totals because for those of you guys that might have fired in very early on the under in terms of Clemson versus Georgia Tech on Monday, well, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And this is really one that winds up playing all sports. I wind up doing quite a bit of this when it comes to college basketball, whether or not a team winds up following like down 15 with a minute left to go because I still remember Wake Forest, when Danny Manning was there, they were one of the best over teams because they'd be down 18 points with a minute left to go. Everyone knows the game is over. I mean, the poor media guys are just wanting to get out of the building. The team that is going to be losing, that would be Danny Manning's team. They, the fans, they just want to leave it. They just want to drown their sorrows, but Danny Manning would just prolong the game. So that was always something that I wanted to gauging. Thank you for letting me vent there, but I do think that it is very important because... A lot of these totals, it winds up coming down to how teams wind up playing in garbage time and being able to take a look. If there's a way that you're able to extract information in garbage time, that's absolutely tremendous. I've yet to be able to find a way personally. So if you have found a way, please do let me know because I am interested in that information as well. But gauging teams and how they wind up playing in garbage time, very important when gauging totals because it winds up coming into play more than you'd expect. Like Cody Clements, for example, for the Detroit Tigers playing against the LA Angels, having to pitch for like about the 20th time this year because the Detroit Tigers just have not been good in general. But that said, certainly has been interesting to take a look at that. And hey, how about if we wind up starting off with the Tuesday MOB card by taking a look at Tigers versus L the LA Angels in the first part of our number two, by the way, going to give you guys my DK Nation pick on the diamond as well. So we've got quite a bit of baseball coming up these next few segments before we wind up getting an LA state of mind in our number two. But how about if we go 925-926? It is the Detroit Tigers are on the road facing off against the LA Angels. Mike Myers, no, not the one from the movie I Married an Axe Murderer, is going to be going for the Angels. Meanwhile, Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be going for the Tigers and the Tigers. They're finding themselves pretty substantial underdogs between plus 125 and plus 130. And between minus 135 and minus 145 is your number on the Angels with the total on this game, eight. And I think that this is a relatively good opportunity for the Tigers. They wound up getting, let's call what it is, just completely pummeled on Monday. And it is a Tigers offense that, man, if you've been watching them all season long, I salute you because it has not been an easy watch. This is a team that they're averaging 
darn near 2.9 runs per game on the road. It went down with what we wound up saying tonight as they just wound up not being able to generate anything whatsoever. They wind up losing that game by a count of 10 to 0. But, I mean, if there has been one thing that has been relatively solid with the Detroit Tigers this season, bullpen has actually been able to do their part. As got a lot of guys that are posting up a sub-3-5 ERA for the team. They still have an electrifying closer in Gregory Soto. You've been able to have Joey Jimenez, Andrew Chafin, guys like this come out of the bullpen. They've been able to do a solid job. And the LA Angels have actually had a relatively solid bullpen this year. Over the last three days, they actually rank in the top five in terms of ERA with guys like Andrew Wants, who we wound up seeing on Monday, Jose Quijada and company doing a solid job. But Mike Myers has some of the most laughably big splits that you're going to find in all of baseball. Now, it's because of a small sample size. He has pitched between 19 and 19 in the third innings in both home and road games, but his ERA on the road is sub one and his ERA at home is north of nine because he's given up nine home runs in 19 and a third innings when he's been at home. Now, I am not necessarily a PhD candidate in terms of statistics, but I'm going to call that an anomaly. I do think that he's going to get a little bit worse luck on the road. He's going to get a little bit of better luck when he is at home. So I do think that things are going to iron out a little bit, but when it comes to Eduardo Rodriguez, he's already pitched once against the LA Angels. Did so a few weeks ago, and that was after he was coming off of a relatively long leave. He was away for personal issues, and he was also a little bit banged up. Wound up throwing five scoreless innings in that game, and the Tigers, they were able to get a shutout win. This is an Angels lineup that now it's a little bit more fortified. You've got Mike Trout along, Shoei Otani, and the fold. These two guys, they've been able to combine for now 62 home runs this season as Shoei Otani winds up going deep twice in the game that we wound up seeing on Monday in Drought. He wanted going deep himself as these two gentlemen throwing their David Fletcher, Luis Renifo. They're in between a 272, 275. They've been able to do a solid job, but when you wind up getting to the bottom of the lineup, guys like Kurt Suzuki, Mangolia Sierra, along with Joe Adele, Andrew Velasquez. These are guys in a 220 or lower. So very much a top-heavy lineup for the Angels. And shall we go down the list of guys hitting below a 220 for the Detroit Tigers right now? How about if we do so as... Cody Clements, Akil Badu, Jonathan Scope, Jameer Candelario, Tucker Barnard. I mean, you've got so many guys that have been pretty deplorable for this Detroit Tigers team, but I have been able to get a little bit more power recently. Avi Bias has been looking a tad bit better for the team. You've got Willie Castro who's been able to move the line. He, Riley Green, along with Kerry Carpenter, in between about a 240 to a 255. So these guys have been able to bring a little bit of something to the Detroit Tigers team, but I do think that their bullpen is going to be able to hold up in this spot, and I do think that Mike Myers, just a guy that in general, you don't want to be trusting in too much as a starter. The bullpen has been relatively solid, so I do like this total under at an 8, I and mean, the only reason why we wound up getting it over on Monday is because the Angels wind up doing it all by themselves in terms of their lineup, so I do think that this is a little bit too high of a total, but I like Eduardo Rodriguez in this spot. He's a guy that has been giving up right around four walks per nine innings, but he is someone that is able to get some good swings and misses. He was one of the most unlucky pitchers that we wound up seeing in 2021. His fielding independent and his ERA were separated by about a point and a half. So I do think that he's going to be able to go up, do a relatively solid job against an Angels team that is pretty top-heavy in terms of their offense. And for the Tigers, the only way that their offense is going to get going is when they wind up facing off against a really bad pitcher. They were able to do so against Dallas Keiko last week. Mike Myers isn't quite Dallas Keiko, but... Not a guy that I want to be trusting in. I'm going to take the plus price with the Tigers in what I think is going to be a relatively grody game. So looking at the under to go along with that plus price. And let's stay out west for this one as well. As we go 929, 930, the Atlanta Braves are on the road facing off against the Oakland A's. As you're going to be having Cole Irvin on the bump for the A's. And it is Kyle Wright open to be Mr. Wright for Atlanta and Atlanta. 
sizable favorites. Anywhere between minus 210 and minus 215. And got anywhere between plus 185 and plus 195 is your number for Oakland. And this is a total of seven. And this is one in which I'm going to be taking a look at to see how this winds up moving overnight. Because where I really find the edge is more around the run line of about a minus 125 to a minus 130. I'd be willing to lay up to a minus 125 when it comes to this Braves run line. But if I'm able to get a plus two a plus $2 price with the Oakland A's. That's something I'd be willing to take a shot on. And I tell you right now, the Oakland A's are probably not going to be getting too many bets overnight. I mean, we're just going to call it what it is. This is an Oakland A's team that they've been relatively grody. They're dealing with a few bullpen injuries with guys like Danny Jimenez, Zach Jackson, currently out of the fold. But Cole Irvin has been terrific at home. He's given up four home runs at over 80 innings at home, and he's got a sub-2 ERA. That's something that you're able to build around. And for Kyle Wright, he's been tremendous. He's got 17 wins this season. He's a candidate to be able to get 20 wins. And he's backed up by a lineup that includes Austin Riley, who's gotten a home run in now five out of his last seven games. He's been able to do an amazing job on that front. You've got all these guys like Ronald Acuna Jr. and company doing a good job of being able to supply the bloom. But you do have Seth Brown and John Murphy on the other side. Both of these guys, 17 plus home runs for the Oakland A's. It is an A's bunch that even with some of the bullpen ailments that they've got, they have been able to do a solid job of having Sam Mall along with A.J. Puck do a solid job of being able to lend some innings. You do have a guy in Cole Irvin that has been consistently going six-plus innings at home. As a matter of fact, he's averaging over six innings in his start. So being able to get $2 would be a case in which I'd be willing to take a relatively grody underdog. We shall see if we wind up getting there overnight. But I also do like this total under as well. So I would not be wanting to lay too much on a run line because I did want to say my total at a 6.7. In hour number two, I'm going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for the Diamond on Tuesday. That is coming up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.